Welcome to the pilot episode of uh, Indicast Business Podcast, where we cover the top business events of the week that affect India. And no, we are not going to be boring. I have a very good friend of mine from college joining us as my co-host. Hi everyone, and this is Ritika from Mumbai joining Abhishek on our first business podcast. Uh, Ritika is an MBA, so she knows how to talk. And so this should not be too much trouble. All right, so moving on, diving into the topics. Uh, the first topic that caught our mind was that an international survey by the Society for Human Resource Management rates India very highly on the corporate social responsibility barometer. That is, in other words, uh, these companies not only have to pursue their profit motive, but also do something which is in the name of greater good of mankind. What do you think? All of this is it a PR activity, like people coming out with uh, hotels, eco hotels, and uh, yeah, I cream. think it is also it is one of the ways to you know uh, stand apart from the clutter. So if you want to do something to enhance your brand value, then uh-huh. nowadays companies go for CSR. You know, interestingly, I remember reading very vividly in Wealth of Nations, Adam Smith, okay, the fat hmm. book. Yeah, yeah. And way back in 1735, he said that it is not from the benevolence of the butcher. that you earn your meal but from their regard for their own good did you get that no okay so what basically, does it mean <laughs> so basically when the butcher uh, kills the goat he is not doing it so that you get to eat something it is because he gets to eat something at the end of the day nowadays with this global warming and stuff uh, every day there is at least one article in the newspaper which uh, says that by 2050 if we don't get things right uh, mm. we we all will be melting is. down with the snow Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, seriously, that is what is happening. Hmm. And that's why policies like carbon credits are the buzzword in uh, CSR policy these days. Carbon credits. Yes, carbon credits are you know like uh, there are international treaties like Kyoto Protocol, which uh, set quotas and amount of greenhouse emission gases that countries can produce. So mm-hmm. then countries in turn they put quotas on business and business which overshoot their quotas they can buy ah, these no, no, carbon no, credits. Uh, yeah, like for example, one carbon credit will give mm-hmm. a company right to emit one ton of carbon dioxide. Okay. And then these carbon credits can be exchanged between uh, countries or businesses in international markets at a market price. So there are two stock exchanges, the Chicago Climate Exchange and the European oh. Climate Exchange, who actually have these uh, carbon credits listed and they are traded over there. They give a monetary value to the cost of polluting the air. So carbon becomes like a cost of business and it's oh, seen so like a raw material or labor. Okay. So if I have a limit of 10 carbon credits, and hmm. if I exceed my limit, and if it's if I want to buy the 11th credit, I'll have to buy it from some other country who's got it in spare for me. Yes, exactly. Oh, that will okay. help. Though good. not all the companies are a part of it. Around 140 companies, uh, countries are a part of it. These are mostly industrialized uh, nations like European Union, Canada, etc. Because okay. these are the countries which were supposed to be responsible for the global warming that is happening today. So oh. they are supposed to reduce their gas emissions by uh, 2012, I believe. Oh yes, and you know what? Since America was part of the industrialization era, and that they are responsible hmm. for. a lot of uh, carbon emissions it in completely different industry as in, in uh, animals these migratory bird these hummingbirds previously they used to go to mexico in winter hmm. because it was uh, too cold in america now they don't bother to make that trip because us is warm enough uh, the whole year so they are hmm. changing the ecological system in in a way yes. that is unparalleled till now so i think it's time that hmm. these companies start doing it and they have but then you know there was a report 
published by Financial Times some time back that uh, this carbon credit trading system is not actually working because what they had thought is that this carbon credits will be very costly and there will be uh, less supply of this and uh, which will lead to higher prices and because of that companies will find it very difficult to buy these uh, carbon credits and it will be cheaper for them to develop cleaner technologies but now due to the excess supply of carbon credits Sure. These carbon credit prices have fallen down, and now it is cheaper for the companies to actually buy these credits than go in for cheaper technologies. So oh. it is not exactly working, and the excess supply uh, is there because there are many countries like Russia, for example, they are right. well below their targets. So they okay. have got ample supply of carbon credits which they can supply. Right. So it has actually resulted into countries and people emitting as much as gas they want. You know, it's kind of guilt money, if I could wow. use that word. And you know, in fact, Arnold Schwarzenegger, huh. the so-called clean governor, he, every time he uses his private jet for air travel, he actually buys carbon credits to offset these uh, greenhouse yeah. gas emissions. And you know, he's got four Hummers to himself, and Hummer is something which is the most fuel-guzzling mm-hmm. car in the world. Exactly. And then you outset it by buying carbon credits. In fact, yeah. there is a there's a funding organization called Climate Care in yeah. Oxford. And every time Brits, Britons, when they fly or drive or do any activity that emits carbon dioxide, they pay to this organization. And then this organization funds various clean technologies. Like uh, there's a school in Chandigarh, and yeah. there they f- uh, they cook the food on stoves which are fueled by crop waste instead of using LPG. So oh, okay. this is funded by this organization. Now this so. is proper CSR, corporate social responsibility. <laughs> no, really, yeah. yeah. That was uh, quite a lot of dope on CSR. And India is making news somewhere else. It is for the in the history of world economy for the first time will join the 12 nation member club for being a one trillion dollar economy. That is 41 followed by 12 zeros. Okay, Rupees. that's twelve zeros. I could never make it out. Okay, <laughs> I yeah. counted them actually. See, now people are saying that that's only because rupee is appreciating against the dollar, and then mm. we should be pegging our rupee against the euro now, and dollar is yes. ruling its chin. Because dollar is actually hit to a long time low against euros, so that's why um, mm. I mean economists are saying that now euro should be the currency against which we should benchmark ourselves, and not dollars. But even apart from that uh, benchmarking the dollar euro factor, Indian uh-huh. rupee has been the Asia's best performing currency this year, and this is all the result of continuing strong capital inflows in our country. So it is not just because the dollar is depreciating against euro. Okay, so talk about capital inflows. Uh, Barclays, fourth largest financial services provider in the world, has taken over ABN AMRO, one of the largest bank in Europe. And what does it mean for India? It is going to rain jobs in India. Around 10,000 jobs will be outsourced. So, what do you think about that? That's big. Yes, that's big, and I hope that the 12,000 jobs which are being cut worldwide after this takeover, uh-huh. I mean, that does not have I have any impact upon India. And again, that outsourcing road doesn't start because oh, okay. this. And anyways, I mean, still the future of this takeover is not clear because the Royal yeah. Bank of Scotland uh-huh. led consortium of three banks have now countered a rival bid on ABM Ambro. This happens in the end, right? This always happens. <laughs> 
this happened with tata chorus as well right at the end csn yeah. came in from nowhere and said okay we are willing yes. to pay more and, and you know what abm has lasal bank as a part of its uh, group and bank of america has bid for this lasal bank so it's like barclays will buy abn amro uh-huh. and lasal bank which is a part of abn uh-huh. amro will be sold to bank of america and oh, to make okay. matters more interesting in december 2006 bank of america had bid to buy barclays which eventually oh. did not work out so <laughs> you can imagine the permutation and combination going on no and and you know the ceos when the they have to answer to these uh, shareholders hmm. they say that there are annual synergy benefits Exactly. and they are only going in for pathological pursuit of profit <laughs> these americans have got way with words uh, in the shareholder meetings but but then we've had big big merger uh, debacles hp compact uh, daimler chrysler benz there was about the aol time warner yes so well we'll have to wait and see what happens there yeah. but then i Why? think india should take a cue from the world banking industry and do something about consolidating our own banks because there are a plethora of banks in india with uh-huh. very small capital and if we see sbi it comes somewhere after 100th ranking in terms of world banks and sbi is our biggest bank yeah market cap of sbi is 1.83 billion Hmm. and it's like 100 times more than that exactly and that was one of the reasons why they could not finance the tata chorus deal and let's say well india is also making news in the aviation industry airbus a380 is the world's biggest aircraft and uh, guess what it will be flying for kingfisher which is celebrating its second anniversary vijay malia the guy who likes to blow out money like virgin atlantic's uh, richard branson likes to i know there, uh, there was a major quote by richard branson i think even you like that quote a lot if you want to become a millionaire then uh, you start with being a billionaire and then you uh, open an airline yeah i know <laughs> i think he's saying that because when he had sold uh, virgin music to em emi hmm. and then went on to launch virgin atlantic he lost a lot of money because hmm. he was competing against british airways right but things are quite different here airbus is investing over a billion dollars in india hmm. air deccan the low frills airlines while it has posted a quarterly loss of 200 odd crores Hmm. now is raising up to 100 million through private equity investors like texas specific yeah. group the loss that edekin has posted could be an hmm. aberration and it is mainly because the fuel prices were very high feb march period is supposed to be a lean period for air industry as such you know now that you said that the aviation turbine fuel it is up to one third of the operating costs and hmm. domestic ads prices that is in india there is hmm. 65% higher to that what is compared to the international benchmarks hmm. so air india what does it do very smartly 55% of the fuel is got from abroad 45 from india the government has allowed to hedge your risk against the prices for ats hmm. so that's going to help uh, and they can post something good next quarter because they had posted around 8 crores of profit in the previous one so that's good news for airline industry and also giving good news this month was our rbi which announced its credit policy hmm. so they did not revise any of the yeah. repo rate the bank rate the cash reserve ratio the indian companies they were earlier jittery because they were expecting that rbi will take further steps to curb the inflation but huh. that did not happen and thankfully because mainly this infla- i mean the inflation that india is facing today is due to over uh, pricing of uh, grains and agricultural commodities etc okay it is not only due to the excess supply of money 
and what uh, RBI tries to do by increasing these interest rates is to curb this extra supply of money which is there in the market. So the last time when it raised the cash reserve ratio of the banks, that uh-huh. means that the banks will now have to keep more money with itself and that will reduce the liquidity supply in the market. So it will raise the interest rate, and if interest rate is high, people will take lesser, will take less loans. Yeah, the consumer spending will go down. That is actually the game plan behind what RBI does. But then this time, because it had just raised the rates just two months back, so they did not they did not revise this. But you know, Abhishek, we talk so much about inflation rate of India being so high, etc. Just make a wild guess. What would be the inflation rate of Zimbabwe? A real wild guess. Hundred. Uh, a wild wild guess. What? One thousand. Okay, I think even that? if even in your wildest of dreams, you could not, you won't be able to think this. It is twenty two hundred percent. So, in other words, if I want to buy myself bread today, it will cost me ten rupees or ten dollars or whatever. Yes. And if I go there the next day, it will be twenty two. Yes. And you know, people they buy things as soon as they can because the <laughs> next moment is going to rise much higher. I mean, wow. that is the state of Zimbabwe today, and it uh, it has got a fixed rate currency. So huh. the Zimbabwean dollar is fixed at a rate of two fifty dollars per uh, US dollar. Okay. But in the black market, which gives the true picture, Zimbabwean dollar is twenty five thousand dollars per US dollar. Ouch! Taken and exporters are you know getting hurt because of that. Yeah. Well, that's how the Zimbabwe. Sorry, sorry. No, please continue. Ah, no. Actually, I remember the Zimbabwe cricket team buying the cricket kit from India because it it would be criminal to spend that money out there in Zimbabwe. Exactly. I mean, you can imagine. So that's about it from the first episode of uh, the business podcast from Indicast, which is still begging for a name. And which is very open. Uh, you've got a couple of names to suggest, right? So we'll ask our listeners what they think about them, and they can vote for it on our website. There, there were a few names. One was uh, Buzz about Biz. One mm. was Biz Made Simple. Mm-hmm. And one was, as you suggested, um, Dhando yeah, Tokro. And what was that? <laughs> it's it's Dhando Takko Rokro. That is how the business yeah. community in India yes. talks. So these are three names. So log on to www.theindicast.com. Leave your comment there. What you thought about our first episode, and uh, there will be one question poll out there. It will take you not more than five seconds to answer that. So do that. Which one do you think is good? And if you have a better name, please let us know, and we will uh, stick to that throughout the duration of our episodes. That's about it uh, from Mumbai. Bye bye. Bye bye.